Folks, this is your captain speaking. We're just preparing the craft for departure and undergoing some last-moment pre-flight checks. But once underway, we'll be flying at about 6,000 miles per hour at an altitude of 300 feet as we depart the BFE non-stop towards our destination of... Hello and welcome to Clear for Takeoff, our BFE best film ever TV show pilot thing. This is my first time being the pilot this time. I'm Ethan. <laughs> and my name's Ian. It's only the second time I've been in the jump seat. And this is the second time that I've done this, but this is the first time we've ever we've ever got to air it unless somehow this goes horribly wrong, which I'm I'm hoping it doesn't. Oh, I don't want to make any jokes about crashing. Um, <laughs> we're what? Tw- this is this episode twelve. Uh, that yeah. we've done of these. So it's our twelfth. Yeah. We've done we've we've done the myriad. I mean, we've done everything from from uh, Will and Grace to Friends to Cheers to uh, How I Met Your Father. So yeah, we've yeah. we've done all sorts of stuff here. Yeah, but this time we're doing uh, our first Apple TV, probably our only Apple TV uh, show with Ted Lasso. The morning show. The morning show is very oh, highly yeah, regarded. I forgot about the morning show. I'd be up for that Mythic one. Quest as well. I'd be up for that one. I haven't seen that one before, but but yeah. no, Ted Lasso, and basically it's 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 me going. Who's this guy in all the memes? Like I know, <laughs> I know who the actor is, but 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 you know, is this guy? It's the king of the gif and the king of the meme right now. Yeah, it, like it's probably taken over from Shit's Creek. Another one. We I did. was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it's your first time, you know, the premise here is that we kind of have someone who's familiar with the show, who's the pilot. In this case, yeah. that's that's you in our extended metaphor, and someone who's learning learning the route. And we take them and why, why are we using a plan? Because it's a pilot. The first episode of a TV series is called a pilot. So we're just having a little bit of fun with that. So the last time, Ethan, that you flew with us, I think it was Shit's Creek, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I forgot I did Shit's Creek because that was so long ago. That was like the second one or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. And you ended up watching the whole thing, I think, didn't you? Yeah, I watched the entire thing. I I, I did the thing I didn't do with The Office. I, I took it gradually. I watched other stuff in between. Oh, really? Okay. Breathers. Yeah, I was, yeah I was pretty good with it this time. Um, I was like, Ted, La- Ted Lasso? Because um, it's a quick show. This is listen quick to compared you, to Shit's Creek. Listen to you call it yeah. Ted Lasso and not what was yeah. it, Ted Lasso or something like that. <laughs> Jeez. I remember when we when we had that conversation, which if you want to hear that conversation and you haven't yet, check out our best film ever two year episode birthday episode. Yeah. Of, uh I was gonna say Into the Woods, Back no. to the Future Part Three. Oh, was Into the Woods Part Three, but yeah. Back to the yeah. Future Part Three, where we talk I mean, it was called Lariat when in my notes, but yeah, we're talking about, talking about <laughs> lassos and whether it's a lasso, as some people say in this part of the world, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but th- I guess it'll give sort of the, the brief synopsis, which is Ted Lasso. You know, uh, it's a American sports comedy drama with uh, about Ted Lasso, a American football coach trying to make his way in good old blighty England uh, with a football team that he, he doesn't know how to coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's the easiest way to describe without giving too much without away. giving too much away and I, yeah. I, i'm very curious on both sides of the atlantic and i'd love to hear from some of our listeners like mm. 
you know, how much of a barrier is the Apple TV thing? Is this something that you guys are actually, you know, what percentage of people are actually, of our listenership are actually have an Apple TV account? I only got one because I got six months free with my PlayStation. Mm. A colleague recommended Apple TV as an excellent uh, source of, of entertainment. And so I'm, I'm just taking it for a test run for six months and seeing mm. how I feel about it. I, I've been wanting to watch Ted Lasso for a while before I actually watched it because uh, I'd seen people talk about it since like 2020, I think. And I got a, I got an iPhone for the first time in years and it came with like a free year of Apple TV. So I was like, wow. okay, cool. And then I forgot to use it until uh. um, they had a they had a special screening of the broader musical Come From Away for uh, the 9-11 anniversary. So I was like, cool, I watched that. Still forgot to watch it until like maybe a couple months ago. And I went, wow. oh, yeah. There's this thing because it's still not my my go to, which I think is a a bit of a shame. I think is the best way to say. Yep. Uh, but uh, with this show, if you've listened before or this is your first time, uh, we say there are three things that a pilot has to do, which is you need to establish your characters, establish your mood, and give you a reason to come back. And we're going to go through all of those things. Uh, you know what? I think the BFE does those three things too. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 looking for. It's really weird to hear my own like like spiel like like thrown back at me. I'm, I'm I well, it's it, weird to say it. It's it's it, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, uh, I'm really excited. So I'm in the jump seat. I'm paying attention to the route. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, again, a couple quick pre-flight checks. So uh, this aired uh, June 14th. No, was it? Sorry. Start that again. This aired August 14th, 2020, with the whole series or, or season, if you're American, because we're going to have some, some good British or American things. Yeah. Uh, this aired all in one season block on uh, Apple TV. And so is this all uploaded in one go? All uploaded in one go, like okay. a Netflix or uh, something like that. But this, the premise of Ted Lasso started uh, in 2014. I saw something said based in the opening credits. This is based on characters from NBC Sports or something like that. Yeah. So to to promote in 2014, the NBC were going to start um, showing the Premier League, which if 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 you don't know, in America is like our our, our main uh, our highest tier of of football clubs. Yep. Uh, and by, and by football, we mean. Like British football, well, what everybody except for North America, well, even North yeah. America, but everybody except for the United States and Canada calls football. Yeah, what you guys would call soccer. Yeah, um, and uh, to sort of promote it, uh, Jason Sudeikis created a character called Ted Lasso for a, like a, a short ad about an American playing football in uh. Uh, coaching football in Britain and I think if I remember correctly because I watched this a while ago he was the coach of Tottenham Hotspurs uh, it's Hotspur individually there Yo, Hotspur yeah you're presenting yourself as a big football fan lately uh, yeah, no Tottenham yeah. Hotspur singular yeah uh, okay yeah. that's interesting Tottenham Hotspur one of one of our I, I don't know which, which since we're going to talk about the premiership yeah. a little bit you, you, Ethan do you have a team I do and I feel shame to say this because like I it's Norwich City because oh, so really? but, okay. yeah, dep- depending where you live, usually, unless you're like, you're not based by region. A lot of people just go with like their local football club. Yeah. Uh, since I was a kid, it was always Norwich. Um, I'm skirting a little bit towards Man City right now. Uh, my father-in-law supports Chelsea more than anything. So I'm, I'm like, if, if all in doubt, go to Chelsea, which is the worst time for that. That's a big word you just used. Oh, God, which word? The father-in-law. 
Yeah, I know. Wow, that's serious when you start using yeah. that term. Crikey. Crazy serious. Um, all right. So <laughs> I think somehow I asked you for a team and you gave me Norwich, which felt like, like relatable. And then, yeah, you, and, then you went, relatable. and then you went Man City and Chelsea, which I mean, I think you're allowed to have one of the big four or five and you've somehow managed to hoodwink <laughs> yourself into two. I got the top, like one of the top two and then the one at the bottom. Yeah, uh, we're getting relegated uh, by the end of this. So if you're, if you're if you're international, I mean, or if you're from yeah. actually better because I think most places be the same. If you're if you're American or Canadian, yeah. imagine if the last place team, rather than getting the first draft pick, it meant you were relegated to the minors, <laughs> and like we prom- and then the team who did the best in the minors came up and took their place. And that's yeah. what Norwich does. It keeps bouncing back and forth most of the time in that. That second level thing called the championship. Don't ask about the names. It's insane. <laughs> but yeah, so between the championship and the Premier League and uh, I, Norwich kind of since I've been living here, Norwich has jumped up three times and then been knocked down each time. It's been incredible to watch and it's been awful for my emotions. Uh, but no, we, ha- we have like the championship, the Premier League, which is the top. And then at the very top, we've got the champions. Well, don't ask how this makes champions sense. league. Yeah is something extra on top yeah. so you don't leave the premiership to play in the champions league yeah that's you, like the top of each country you just make time to do both yeah 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 uh but i will jump do i not get to share my football club oh yeah oh we're, what's we're your having, football oh we're having a nice nice discourse here yeah what's 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 your football team canadian kid has a football team it's arsenal Ah, and do, do you want to have a story behind this? It's so please, silly. Please enlighten me. So I always go, how do you come up with your team? And yeah. uh, I, I usually ask it more so back home because in Canada, like no one, I mean, Buffalo's our local NFL team, but really yeah. people just choose all, you know, whatever reason there is to choose to choose a team. And so I was, as a kid, I got a sticker album because sticker albums are really big over here. Whereas yeah. in North America, you might do trading cards for sports. Here, when I was a kid, it was sticker albums. And to complete the sticker album, well, yes, that's what a sticker album is. Um, but yeah, and then I opened it up and saw that Arsenal were the first team listed. And <laughs> in my childhood logic, oh, I know where this is going. That meant they were the best. <laughs> and I didn't think much of it until the next year when I got the sticker album again, and Arsenal again were listed number one. And I was like, wow, but Aston Villa, they're always on their heels right there in second place. And I remember, I'm, I'm, I can't be more than five, I, six at the top, like yeah. probably five. And I, I was doing, I don't know, I think I, I had some dice or some playing cards and I decided I was going to have the teams play each other and I was going to read the scores just like it was a match of a day. So I went out and told my parents, I've got the football scores and I read them out. And I think it might have been my dad who went, look, that's cute. They're all in alphabetical order. And at that point, I'm per- no more than six. I'm thinking to myself, I am so stupid. How did I not realize this is alphabetical order? Surprisingly, though, my allegiance to Arsenal never left. That You know what? That's, that's a, my that's team. A great or- that's a great origin compared to it's just where I am. Born to be an English teacher. Look at that right there. Alphabetical order. <laughs> So there we go. Arsenal are like either 
just under the champions or they're, oh. they're, they're always there they're good but like like in the early 2000s they were always finishing second to man U, and mm. then like russian billionaires kept or saudi billionaires kept buying all the rest of the clubs and yeah. we've been moving further and further and further down so last year I think we finished seventh or eighth or something really it's only a 20 team league so yeah. really embarrassing for arsenal who it's been over 100 years since we were relegated so it's the longest current streak in professional sports but Meanwhile, for us, it's been like 100 days since we've been relegated. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, this year it seems to be much better. So, you know, yeah. hopefully good times are ahead. And speaking of good times are ahead, let's get back to Ted Lasso. Yeah. So we open with a, a fun football training montage where we're introduced to the concept of AFC Richmond. And as we go through, all the music's heightened up and then it slows down as we pan to reveal AFC Richmond's new owner, uh, Rebecca Wilton and she's she's not happy because you can tell that because the music slowed down and all over her desk and newspaper tabloids showing that her marriage has gone wrong because there's been an affair and there's been a younger woman that's taken her husband from her and it's all messy and uh, it was been- it was a great headline that said yeah <laughs> he gets to keep the bimbos she keeps to keep the bozos <laughs> yeah they do really well with keeping like pro like this is like a real tabloid that you'd like headline you'd see and i i oh, do yeah. appreciate the authenticity uh and she brings in the the coach at, at the time of afc richmond and uh he's immediately homophobic about how her room's been decorated and yeah. then objectifies her by saying that she has nice breasts <laughs> do you something you want to get off your rather <laughs> impressive chest I was watching say, you know what? I hate it, but it's so British already. Oh, yeah, there, there is a bit of that. Like, <laughs> this is like old British football culture. I think there's something yeah. about there. Like, by old, I mean like, you know, like of a certain age or. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she immediately fires uh, him because of his, the many reasons, but the homophobia, the sexism, how awfully he's been coaching the team. But the main reason is she's the owner now and she just doesn't like him. And she's also bought out his contract, which means that they'll have to get a new coach immediately. And he won't stand that much. He won't stay at all. Uh, And his response is just a jibe that oh, it must have been really hard to be the last person to know that your ex-husband was having an affair. And it that's sort of a little beginning of knowing where what that little situation is that love life drama yep and uh thankfully her second in command uh higgins asks her like oh what are you gonna do do you want me to start finding new coaches and she's fine because she doesn't need to worry because she's already found a new coach and she's got him in mind and we cut to smash cut it's like yeah, bam. smash cut to uh i can't i can't like verify like the authenticity of this of like but this is what i imagine like most american sports oh, programs no, this is, would be this is banana danana this is sports center espn oh, wow okay this is like this is the the place that you get it's end of a day it's like sky sports hd this is the place oh, okay. you go ahead at the end of a day here's all your scores here's the best place in the day espn sports center appointment viewing must watch it okay and uh, the, the host of that uh, introduces us to the new coach of AFC Richmond, which is Ted Lasso, who's from America and jumping over the pond to help them 
who we find out uh, led Division Two of America of an American football team and led them to glory. This is Division also... Two college football. Oh, college football. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, amateur. Yeah, well, we say Division Two. It's amateur. Yeah. yeah. It's and it's it's not the NCAA's. It's it's a, what is is, but no one pays attention to Division Two. But you, you get this great video of him dancing <laughs> with the players, and it's like he's a lovable. He's a lovable kind of rube. Is is what he is. This and, is. Yeah, I, I've seen because this is um like this is like a Jason Sudeikis dance that he just does yeah. all the time. If you've ever seen uh, like SNL, there's this one sketch he does every song like called "What's Up with That," and his entire gag is he just shows up on the screen sometimes and does that same dance while like Keaton Thompson just riffs for a bit, and it's so it's it's lovable. I think it's the, the best way you can say it. Just it's lovable. Also, the use of the ESPN Sports Center like. Um, news bite is a yeah. great way to give the backstory yeah without some like really like oh well if i won this i get no no this is just given the information i always love news reports for a way yeah. to do exposition dumps this was good <laughs> whenever we do doctor who that's always like you're one of those i love when they get the bbc news or someone just yeah. to, to give it because it's great it's yep. such a good way of of this close information and then we we cut again straight to ted our proper introduction to ted lasso by J- played by jason sudeikis who's on a plane uh to the uk reading a book about football when he then gets asked by a very stereotypical like he's British not lad. he's not reading a book on football he's Is he re- not he's reading something by jack kerouac oh no, it's his assistant coach. Oh, yeah, coach Beard's Beard? reading that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like reading everything. He's 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 good to go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, some very British um, young man comes over begging for an ussy. Yeah, can I get an ussy? And then that's where we we get like, oh, is this the the difference between the Brits and the Americans? Because like, oh, we're back in America, we call that a selfie. But no, he calls it an ussy because it's it's us, it's the two of them. And then he says that the uh, when he gets to the UK, they're gonna fucking murder him. And you know, yep. But but, 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 like, but like calls him a legend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's such a legend, mate. Because that is that is proper laddie. That's stuff. proper British le- yep. slang. Yeah. When you sat down to watch this, because the language in this is different to what you'd expect for like a British show, uh, American show, were you expecting that going in? Oh, once I determined it was a mainly British cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I just resonated really strongly with a Ted yeah. Lasso character because I'm like, <laughs> this is pretty accurate to what you think. But then you add the idea that he's the the you know go go america kind of kind of guy like he's a he's a really good natured guy mm. but he is kind of this american who's never considered there's a rest of the world out there and then he's <laughs> put in the most cynical british place that there is yeah and yet he's got in his head that british people are like what he's learned from films so it's it's, it's a great <laughs> sort of triple take on the experience uh, yeah, and then we we have Ted go to talk to his uh, his best bud, Coach Beard, who uh, Ted Lasso and Jay, uh, and Coach Beard were the only two original people that like stayed on since the the uh, NBC Sport advert uh, to go on. So I like that the they have the same sort of dynamic that's never changed. And Coach Beard knows he gets football; he understands he's a he's a quick adopter uh, or. Is that the O'Reilly adopter? I don't know. Uh, he's, he's, he's a quick study. That's for yeah, sure. Quick study. That's he definitely right. he definitely makes far less mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Ted, you know, he asks uh, Beard if they're nuts for doing it. Uh, Beard thinks so, but Ted then says his first of many ridiculous analogies, which is, well, well uh, challenge is much like riding a horse. If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. That was a bit more Texan than I was hoping for. Yeah, but, you're all right. Yeah. You're all right. Um, there's, I'd be curious. This feels like there's elements of, this feels like it's like a good old boy Michael Scott. Yeah. The way that yeah. he would screw up common sort of statements and make the, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, everyone then goes to sleep because they've got a hell of a journey ahead of them. But uh, Ted does, and he just looks at his phone uh, with a lock screen of his family. And we then cut to he the d- title. He does make Coach Beard promise that if they both dream oh, of yeah. each other, they'll mess around and act like they don't know each other. <laughs> I do love that friendship. I, I like the friendship. Yeah. Uh, and then after the titles, which I, I really like them because you get the, the colors changing on certain. Well, um, I think it's kind of given a, a mini spoiler, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because his. Oh, is it? Well, his presence. I, I, I've only seen the first episode, of course. Yeah. But like there's like graffiti on the seats and, you know, as he sits down, the seats around him turn, you know, cleanly painted. And all of a sudden it looks like it, it looks a bit more of a professional outfit. Could he be unexpectedly having a positive impact just by being around? Oh, see, I always just took it because it was sort of um, like most football stadiums will have um, one color on certain seats to like spell out the name of the team or yeah. like. Whatever. I always just assumed it was sort of. But, clean, but then, but then, yeah. but then, why have marker on them to begin with? I don't know. Then... I think it's because it looks like a stand. That kind of yeah. Let's you know what? Yeah, let's go with that. Um, but, yeah. but I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm an old guy, right? So yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for that. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I I loved I loved um, what's his name from Mumford and Sons on on the oh, vocals. Yeah. Marcus Mumford. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah, give me some more of that feels. That's, that's right in my wheelhouse. So yeah. I'm uh, absolutely sitting there smiling when, when, that, when that was playing. It's it's a nice sort of like, it has a good tone of what this is about. Like it's it's jaunty, I think. And it's just it's a just bit really, of an earworm. It's, really, yeah. it's also really good natured. You know what I yeah. mean? And you're like, how can you not like it? Now you might have, you might be cynical and go, the music's from it. But, but, but how can you not like that? The, the song know, right? anyway. So I think it, it, it parallels well with, with the Ted Lasso character. Mm. Uh, and then after the titles, we see Ted didn't sleep at all on the plane, but he ate Coach Beard's cookie that they were handing out as they, uh, as they um, landed. And you know, is this the first cleared for takeoff we've done where we have an actual plane? Yeah, I think uh, so. <laughs> excellent. I think so. It's great. Well, I, I, I had a hard time finding a version of the song that, that kind of begins and ends cleanly. And the yeah. pilot had like this whoosh sound at the end of it. And I went, actually, it kind of works for what we're doing. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and keep it in. Uh, and then Ted and Beard meet the chauffeur, Ollie, and uh, they want to see the, uh, the Tower Bridge first before they go to AFC Richmond and beard as the, when they get to richmond tells ted about the invention of football which i've never checked to see if it's actually real or not which is you know oh uh the headmaster wanted to stop the boys guy from guy 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 you are not taking this with any sort of actual merit are you no no of course you should have never checked to see if it's real or not well no it's like the kellogg's thing where like there's weird truth to that and you're no, like okay. no no there's yeah. no truth to this this is just some <laughs> american this is just a michael scottism thing again oh, that's yeah. all this is i just think it's a fun joke it's a fun is, you know, it is a fun joke it's just the it's kellogg fun. thing all over again no, but football which serious. is want to just stop kids masturbating so let's use oh. their feet instead yeah 
Uh, Ted doesn't care, though, because he sees the pitch and makes a beeline straight to it. And he looks on it all uh, as he and coach set foot on the pitch. And we get introduced to Nathan, who runs over to stop them because he doesn't realize who they are yet. And they've just cut the grass. Oh, yeah. And this is a really weird one. I can't remember the name of the actor um, because it, it's not he's not well known. This is just the guy who's always done like C, uh, CBBC kids programs like in the oh, early okay. 2000s. So it's really weird seeing him show up in this. Um and Ted wants to know Nate's name, and uh, Nate's shock- Nate the Great shocked because uh, no one's ever asked his name and doesn't really care about him. And Nathan then goes to introduce Ted to Rebecca, the owner, but is uh, way too awkward to introduce so and just runs in, runs out, and Ted introduces himself. Which seems weird that he's like, I'll introduce you. Like, if you're yeah. that nervous, you just wouldn't even, you just go, oh, she might be expecting you, and you'd yeah. wait. This was a, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little too, it was a little too wah wah for me. Yeah. And uh, Rebecca then introduces uh, Ted also to Higgins, who's the director of communications. And while Higgins and Beard go off to sort out all the the Wi-Fi and all the amenities, uh, Ted and Rebecca go to sit down and talk business. Is Rebecca makes him a tea and he does a cardinal sin, which is say that he hates tea. And at this point, I turned on Ted Lasso. He goes, I kind of always imagined it would just be like warm brown water. And he said, I haven't tasted it. Yep. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, it's so sad. He was almost he was almost entirely likable. He did that thing. I think tea is more of like a proper, even if you don't like tea, you drink tea in Britain or it's oh, like you're supposed Ameri- to say you like tea. But Americans don't know this, dude. And then yeah. Julian, I know, I know, I know. But... <laughs> But like for the most part, Americans like the the, the Boston Tea Party, right? And almost as like yeah. a, as like a nation, they turned yeah. their back on tea and went to because that had ties to to to, to Britain and, and the empire, yeah. and so they went with coffee. And, and and America 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 runs on Duncan, so it yeah. says. So there we go. <laughs> and uh, Rebecca then offers Ted a tour of the club's uh, very modest history. That they were only about a hundredish years old, but they did. Uh, look after the uh, the injured during World War Two, and she tells uh, ghost stories about how every so often players say that they see fallen soldiers from the war on the pitch. And uh, we get, I think it's a nice thing. It was like, oh, do you believe in ghosts? And he's like, well, they need someone to believe in them. Yeah, and I like that. And she's kind of finds him amusing by yeah. his like you know yokel sort of shtick. She's yeah. clearly not a believer in ghosts and. <laughs> Kind of judges him for for, for yeah. doing that. So there we go. <laughs> and we then see the the photos of all the ex owners, which includes Richard, the ex husband, who is surrounded by by young girls. Like this is very like the British Hugh Hefner kind of to thing. have this in, like the wall <laughs> yeah. of greatness. But yeah, <laughs> and Ted and, totally misreads this and goes, yeah. "Oh, he must be having fun. Oh, he looks like he's having a great time." <laughs> That's my ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, well, great time. Sometimes I have to win. And uh, it turns out, though, before Ted can properly rest because he's very tired, um, he's already got his interview with the press set up. And uh, Ted goes to sit down as uh, the Richmond team watch uh, the interview on, on TV as well, where we get our first uh, look at Roy Kent and Sam Obasanya. And, uh, and they're watching. And Sam Sorry, are, has- these, are these famous actors I should know about? Oh no! These are oh, the, okay. the characters. Oh, he's the character. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Roy Kent, who's the oh, like, he's the captain. He's the captain, and then Sam Ambasonia, who's the the guy next to him, who's yeah. like, oh, look, it's our new coach, it's our new coach, and he's all excited. 
and uh, Ted goes to take a sip of water that turns out to be sparkling water and spits it up. That is something that is unique for this country. Uh, I was going to ask about that. I didn't know if that was. In Canada, we don't really have sparkling water. I mean, you can buy club soda. You buy club soda, but it's not sparkling yeah. water. Like, this is the idea that you can have carbonated water just as a, like, at school every day. There's two mm. piles of water bottles. There's the water bottles of, of just still regular water, and there's fizzy water. And for a while, I was into the fizzy water, and now I'm, uh, I'm not. So these are the. I uh, got it. These, oh, I, I do kind of like, and I think as, as a newcomer, Ted goes the other way, but I think as a newcomer, mm. you know, typically you, you, you hopefully, I'd hope, kind of embrace, like, what are the things that we don't have back home? I want to try yeah. those. That's the, that's the kind of way I was. And so, uh, yeah, I like me some fizzy water. I think it reminds me of being a kid. We had this thing called a soda stream. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a soda stream, for the people who don't know, is you buy uh, syrups and these canisters you get refilled with with the the, the proper air gas or whatever it was you'd put in it and Mm -hmm. using regular tap water you could then turn that into pop and if you got the syrup right which i mean i can't even imagine doing this as an adult now because it would just taste like 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 your best case scenario is 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 you'd taste like it was bad stored generic brand pop (laughs) that's your best case hope for even if you want, because you get like official like Coca-Cola syrup, but yeah. the idea that you're going to get the measurements right, it's just asking for trouble. No um, one ever has, like, early 2000s up to like the like early 2010s, every Christmas you'd always see the same amount of, oh, get the soda screen <laughs> from Argos and you'll get seven free Fanta syrups yeah. and uh, whatever kid would get that, whatever family would get that for Christmas. Uh, you, you'd find out from school, but oh, I was in the soda stream. I was in the soda stream. That's all right. It's also a really dangerous game if you're a parent because you've just given <laughs> the gift of pop and then you have to go, no, no more pop. It's like, uh, it feels like, so eventually you'd run out of syrup and what you would yeah. do is you would just fizzy up some water and it was, it was, it was better than, it was better than drinking regular water, I suppose. Yeah. So that was that. But Ted Lasso does not like the fizzy water. No. And, uh, Ted Lasso doesn't like fizzy water, but you know who doesn't like Ted Lasso? Our trio of everyday football fans who are watching Ted Lasso uh, in a pub. He's like, oh, he's a wanker, dickhead. And this is like this sort of your recurring trio of what I'd say is like the best way to, to normalize British football culture positively or like in a parody and we get the everyman's we have the everyman's reaction the press's reaction and the team's reaction and they're all watching this and so this is the idea yeah i I think it's a fairly good barometer of of british lad football culture as far as watching the games and having your opinions and because of this uh, ted goes to address the elephant in the room before he answers real questions and he says you know i've never coached football before i know nothing about it but AFC Richmond will give everything they can in all four quarters, which he means halves, as the press says. And he's like, yeah, uh, the two halves, win or lose, or tie, which I'm, this thing, I never learned, this is like a learning experience, I think, for, partially this is for like the Americans who don't know football, and this is then for the British to make fun of, or anyone who watches football to make fun of. I didn't realize you guys don't do ties in American football. Actually, you you can tie in American football, but they try real hard to make it not be able to happen. Mm. Uh, the, the way the points are given out make ties far less likely, and then you do get to play an overtime session, and if it's still tied, then you just go ahead and tie. But basketball, no ties. Baseball, no ties. Ice hockey used to do ties. Now doesn't do ties. 
Um, but there is, I mean, this, this whole thing, I mean, there is Major League Soccer in the United yeah. States. It's what it's called, their top flight version, Major League Soccer. It's really kind of hard to believe that, you know, if it was like the 1980s, maybe I could see this logic. But even if they hate it, Americans, I think, know that soccer is two halves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just like it's sort of an easy uh joke the expedition oh, who yeah. doesn't get yeah i mean americans biggest problem is that they go on oh, zero let me guess zero zero which you know they got a point there's not enough goals in the game and um then ted gets his first question from trent crim the independent and he wants to know why ted who's someone who's never coached football before and he's only coached amateur level american football is coaching a premier league football uh team and this is you know premier league as we said before the top of british football uh before you get to do like english your football. extra playoff the yeah. top of english football english football and he asks if you know if this is a fucking joke and uh this is then when everyone gets up in arms and all the press start asking him different questions if he can name footballers he's like well i can name ronaldo and the guy who bends it like himself um, <laughs> yeah, i missed that <laughs> yeah i still th- i think ronaldo inspired tom brady to come back I have no idea. He was watching. Um, there was a Brady watched. Uh, I think it was the the match, uh, like a match a couple weeks ago, where Ronaldo scored a hat trick in like five minutes or something, and then he met uh, Ronaldo afterwards. Oh, we, and mean, then, we mean Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he's referring to Ronaldo, the Brazilian great from like. Oh, yeah, I think he's referring to him. Oh, that's a joke that completely went over my head. Then. Because he would, because bend it like himself. I mean, you yeah. know, he, that Beckham's a dated reference as well. Yeah. But like, you know, everybody knew who Ronaldo was. I don't think Americans know as easily who Cristiano Ronaldo is. They know him, uh, but Ronaldo yeah. at his time, I think he's the one football player people could have named at that time. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, we get this that he knows nothing about football. And as the questions keep piling in, he takes another drink and spits it out because of the fizz. And then uh, Rebecca comes into his defense and takes the limelight, saying that, you know, after all her time co-owning Richmond, she's only seen mediocrity and Ted has something that Richmond doesn't, which is a trophy from this millennium. And uh, they all go out and um, Ted then apologizes to Rebecca after they leave the room. But she isn't worried whatsoever and says that all he has to do is prove all of those people wrong. And then as Ted goes to meet the team, Rebecca reveals to Higgins that she hopes Ted fails miserably because she wants to torture her ex-husband, Rupert, by having Ted cause Richmond to lose horribly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got to bring this up. This is the plot of Major League. Is it? Major League the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the uh, I I don't it's not just. like the husband dies or some nonsense yeah. like this and the and, and the the ex takes over and gets rid of in major league it's the whole team but okay. in uh but yeah and the purpose is to drive the value so they can sell the team or something like that but it basically is the same thing intentionally making the wrong hires to try and throw the season with it with, with another objective in mind uh, this is this is the plot of Major League, a film uh, I watched in preparation for our best sports movies episode, <laughs> a roundtable, and totally did not get and did not like. <laughs> so I did kind of go, now the, the, the cross-cultural thing helps here, but yeah. Yeah. So I'd never heard of that or even like thought, because it seems like a really easy sort of trope or plot you can do for a sports movie, because that's an easy antagonist. Yeah, what do you do when the person you think is yeah. going in your best interest isn't really your fan after all? Yeah. 
Uh, but from there, uh, Ted goes to meet the team, as Beard tells him, and also just the uninformed audience, some of the basics of football. So the gaff is the coach, the pitch is the grass for Americans, training's called practice. or Not practice, practice called, called training. training. Yeah, depending who you are. And then we get our real introduction to seeing Roy Kent in action, who Nathan tells us won the Champion League for Chelsea eight years ago. Um, and then Tre- Ted drinks what I assume is supposed to be like a Lucasader and Iron Brew for I, the first time. I thought it was Iron Brew. It's the yeah. color of Iron Brew. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be Lucasade. Yeah, it's it's one of the the big drinks because Iron Brew Scottish. Yeah, that that wouldn't make any sense. So it's got to <laughs> be some sort of knockoff Lucasade wannabes. They're very yeah. careful not to name it. If if you want, like, your, your knockoff Lucasage, you always get, like, was it isotonic orange drink from Tesco for, like, 30p? I remember my mom when I was a kid, before I before I moved over here for a second time when I was an, an adult, yeah. uh, when I was a kid living over here, <laughs> I think I got Lucasade, like, once. And it's full of so much. It doesn't taste that sweet, but it's full of so mm. much sugar oh, yeah. that, like, I ran around for, like, three hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was an Olympic sprinter because I'd had Lucasade. <laughs> It is like that proper when you're in like primary school or like the beginning of secondary school. You're like, oh, if I drink Lucasade, I'll be great. And then you get a sugar high and the come down is the yeah. worst thing any kid can experience. Lucasade's kind of, cr- I'm not a fan of Lucas. I like Lucasade orange. I'll drink Lucasade orange yeah. all day long. It's, it's, it's really quite tasty, but, um, it's, it's not as sweet as like, as like a Fanta or I don't yeah. think what it'd be called in the, in the, in the st- orange crush, I suppose would be called yeah. in the States. Uh, but no, um, it's the only- it's like a pink lemonade one. It's, it's disgusting. Mm. Would you compare like Lucasade to the American, uh, like uh, their Gatorade? Or well, see, that... Gatorade's not not like Gatorade and Powerade aren't carbonated. Yeah, so it's more of a gulpy thing. This one's definitely. This one's like hyper fizzy. It's because you get you get non fizzy and and fizzy. Oh, you Lucasade. can do you can yeah. do non fizzy Lucasade. I don't know anyone who really. But you can get Lucasade Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't bring myself yeah. to buy. I've never had it. I can't, I can't speak to it. It's okay. Imagine it, okay. squash with like an extra sweetener. Yeah, and by squash heart. we mean like um, cordial. Back home we'd say uh, concentrated juice. Ah, that's it. Yeah, we just add water, and we don't freeze it. You just you just put in. It's just kind of sitting there. So you put in like mm. a quarter of the cup would be this concentrate, and then three quarters of the cup would be water. Mm. But back to 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 football. Uh, uh, a ball fails to make it into the goal, hits the post, and then we get introduced to the shooter of that shot, Jamie Tart. And uh, Nathan tells us and Ted that you know Jamie's great at football, which is our <laughs> easy way to say he's a dickhead. <laughs> I think it's pretty much where they're going with that. And then we also um, find out more about Sam, who's from Nigeria. So then Ted and the audience can be told oh, he goes, but- he's African. What do you mean, like you mean like you mean like Africa, Africa? <laughs> oh, these guys are from all over <laughs> and then you can find out you know football teams are all, all, all around the world and uh you know uh there's another guy from wales yeah, he, goes, well, that guy, he country, sounds english yeah. he goes this is from wales how many countries are in this country and they just go four <laughs> and then he's like kind of like america these days yes it's true yeah and then uh after that uh ted and beard enter the locker room and he takes it all in gets uh the smell of potential and axe body spray but here in the uk we call it links we're not so different the americans oh it's the the exact same stuff it's the exact same stuff and it sucks in both countries i'd always got so confused when like in 2013 where i see all these memes about like axe body spray i was like what's this kind of stuff and you find out it's links go 
oh, everything makes so much sense. Yeah. Lynx is awful. Axe is awful. They're all... It's just teenage boys going, this is what... This is what girls like boys to smell like, and they just like lather them. They bathe in it rather than take actual showers. They bathe in this stuff. I I used to use links because you know every kid did, and out of all the times I wore it, there was only one time that someone was like, "Oh, you smell nice," and it was the chocolate scented one, uh-huh. and it only happened because we were in a queue. They're like, "I smell chocolate." I had a nice. buddy who was well into Axe body spray back home. He had a whole <laughs> bunch of them. And yeah, looking back now, the irony is that he was British. <laughs> so probably was bringing that Lynx body spray lifestyle with him. Uh, the Lynx ads are always so weird because it was like Dark Temptation was one of them. And it was like a guy sprouted wings and all the women wanted him. It was like, that's never going to happen. Well, the, the big one was like he'd spray himself and then like the yeah. women would like, like, like fight over him and like chase him like <laughs> through the mall. And it was like. Man, I've I've had I've had links on or axe on maybe once or twice. That's never happened. No, it's ne- it's, ne- it's never happened. I must not. That's that's why the boys at the school are doing it. They're thinking not putting enough on. <laughs> I think you might have just got like a faulty one. Yeah, maybe it's what it is. Uh, and then uh, the players enter the uh, locker room and they all make fun of Nathan, sort of just throw their kit at him and sort of disregard Ted. And Roy is, looks very angry at Ted. And, Ted goes to introduce himself, but gets interrupted by our next character, Keely, who comes to meet Jamie because he's getting waxed. And every time Jamie scores a goal, he takes his shirt off. So he needs to look good for everyone. Jamie sucks. Like that's sort of your, your team antagonist, I and guess. He, and he has to leave and Ted, uh, Ted yeah. doesn't stop him. Yeah. So this is Ted's weakness. He's trying to be, Hey, you know, um, anybody, I'm a nice guy. Anybody who's in charge, I mean, you know, if yeah. you're the boss, uh, you got, what do you, what do you do? You got you got. I've made this mistake. I've done mm. it. Where you just go, oh yeah, because you want people to to, to to like you, and it doesn't. No, they just don't respect you now. But because uh, Jamie's now gone off, uh, Ted is like, thank you for your time. Doesn't give a speech, and he and Beard uh, go to their office and have a a fun little office makeover montage. And we see that Ted has a cute drawing from his kids saying good luck. And after a quick little nap, Ted uh, wants to talk to Roy and compliments him to which Roy's response is, I never thought that my career would end being coached by Ronald fucking McDonald. And then he leaves Uh, the guy who plays, uh, Roy, um, I can't remember his name, uh, but he's one of the writers, uh, for this as well. Oh, really? Uh, Okay. Yeah, his name is Brett uh, Brett Goldstein, who would then appear in an episode of Doctor Who that we're not doing, but I just find really weird. Okay. Um, and Beard passes Ted some tape so he can put up a paper sign which says "Believe," and uh, he also tapes up a bit of a scantily clad page three nudie picture it's, of Keeley on Jamie's locker. It's also like black electrical tape. Yeah, which is like the. Like um, it's it's like duct tape or gaffer tape, but like yeah, like, like so yeah. much cheaper, and it looks so ugly. <laughs> you just use this black. Oh, this is what you did when you were a kid, and you were like hanging up like newspaper clippings of like you know your favorite sports stars on your wall. You use electrical tape because it was around the house somewhere. This is, uh, but the weird thing about the believe sign is, although the sign's crooked, it says believe, and it's totally like lined up. Like it's it's totally perpendicular to to, yeah. the, to the to the i don't know 
the vertical door frame. And it looks, but it's just a paper. So it says it's been printed at like 60% askew. So actually, yeah. he's done an all right job. He's just, he's, just, uh, he's just terrible at sort of positioning it properly. And uh, as, as, as uh, Ted uh, types up the, the photo of um, Keeley's exposed breasts. Now you, uh, you mentioned the page three girl because up until yeah. very recently, because I don't think they exist anymore. In no, it was, in, it was. I think it was 2017. When I, I was started, book on the sun when I it. started teaching, like you could go to the, the go to the news agents, mm-hmm. you would buy a. I'm going to use the term loosely, but you would buy a newspaper. Yeah. If, if you're from Canada, like the, we have the Toronto Sun, it's the same owner. Oh, of course. You, so you would open the Sun here, and it would be a topless woman on page three, called the Page Three Girl. Mm. And it's like, we, I was like, I couldn't get my head around the fact that it was like 2012, 2014, 2015, yada, yada, yada. And we had a system that still allowed for like just objective justification in the, in what we're calling a newspaper. Um, Keely comes in and scares Ted and, uh, she came back to get Jamie's phone because he was still getting waxed and sees that Ted covered up the photo. So she, she goes to help him send to the poster and introduces herself. And uh, she tells Ted that, you know, he's trending on Twitter, but he doesn't tweet, but he can beatbox and does the most middle-aged dad beatbox thing ever. Yep. It's it's just like, this is very like The Office, Michael Scott trying to seem hip. But he's a likable, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, he's he's got no self-awareness, but he's likable. Yeah. And from that, uh, Keeley welcomes Ted to England, heads off, and as the evening uh, comes to a close, Nathan uh, offers Ted and Beard a ride home in his very cramped, ugly mini, but we get this nice sort of um, subversion where we see, is it a Lamborghini or Ferrari? I can't remember which one it's it was. It's a nice car. It's it's a very nice but car. But only an idiot thinks this is the guy who's yeah. like, oh. This is the water boy, or like, yeah. this is your, you know, your, your, your ball boy. Your, your equipment like, manager or something, yeah. yeah. Oh, is this yours? No, it's just the the really shitty, very very stereotypical like British car. Yeah, which I'm not sure if that trope is 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 that well known in the states. But this is basically in North America. It's how much car can I afford? In Britain, it's how small a car can I get away with? Because <laughs> there's no room to park. Yeah. So you people trying to cram into the although it is changing. I've noticed that the cars yeah. are getting bigger now, but maybe not with the, with the petrol prices the way they are. Ooh. Jeez. Uh, but at the same time, uh, Higgins and Rebecca are about to go, and uh, they they go to say goodbye to Ted. But Higgins feels very guilty about what they're doing to Ted because he's so likable. So Rebecca offers him a raise, and uh, as that happens, Ted uh, tries to be more likable, and he's like, "Look, I'm driving an invisible steering wheel," because obviously. We drive on the other side to the Americans. Yep. And uh, he goes off with Nate the Great, and uh, Higgins begrudgingly accepts the offer. Uh, but before Rebecca leaves, she then tells Higgins that, you know, I, uh, she knew that uh, sh- he was helping Rupert cheat on her and hide the women he was having affairs with. So, you know, loyalty isn't truly there yeah, for I guess, him. I guess the line was something on the lines of, I know this might be difficult for you. To sort yeah. of sort of be part of this ruse, but it can't be any harder than you sneaking all those women in and out all these years. <laughs> and he just has this look like, oh crap, as she then goes in her car and drives away. And then Ted and Beard find their apartments, and Ted enters his, and he's got a, a cute little uh, welcome package of uh, all the British goodies. I think there was like a crunchy bar, and there's like a bobble head of the Queen, hula hoops, hula hoops, hula hoops, oh, hula great hoops. hula hoops. We don't, yeah. we don't have hula hoops, so yeah. 
Uh, Ted unpacks as he eats his hula hoops and showers, and then the tone changes dramatically as he goes to call his son. And he has a he has a talk with him and a lot of shows, I know it always like you get to see both both sides of the conversation, but it's it's fully one sided, so you only see Ted's response and uh the son puts the, the mum on the phone and Ted gets a little bit nervous and tells her about the day and the living situation and the you know, it's really nice and cute here. You should uh come and take the little guy and come over and check it out and then it's silence and, and Ted's face sort of drops and he tries to stumble words out. And he's like, yeah, I know moving here was to give you space and give me space. And he says the, uh, to his wife, Michelle, uh, I love you. And he's calm. And he says, you know, it's, it's okay. You don't have you don't to. Have to say and, then, back. Yeah. and then then the call just ends. And we end with Ted lying in bed, turn the light off. And you think it's like really sad. And he goes, shoot, can't sleep now. Yeah. And that's how we end. Tell you what, I've been here. I've been here. <laughs> Jeez. It went to some real emotional places. And, uh, I was really surprised. I thought I had the show figured out. And uh, and then this came, and I went, oh, wow, because we had a couple of breadcrumbs. If you pay attention, yeah. there's a couple of breadcrumbs. Not enough to hit you over the head with it, but you go, oh, there's a whole nother show within a show here. And then you go, oh, I really hope he doesn't embarrass himself. <laughs> and his career is not taken away because of this situation. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, mm-hmm. the end of it. It leaves in a powerful, and then you, it gives you a laugh on the way out, but you're still like, ooh. Now, the benefit being that, in general, you can just street, you can just let it roll right oh, into yeah. the next one. I, I stopped. I just let it go on. Yeah. I stopped, but yeah. Because I have to come on here and give my yeah, give my verdict and, all that. and all, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. So there we go. It's not too often that we talk about like like an end game. We actually are talking about a sort of thing that has like a game in it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that, yeah, we have our end game. So our, uh, our usual things, are, are our main plots, I guess, is, is Ted and the team. We have then. Well, there's Ted and Kenny Coach, and will yeah. he win the team over? Yeah. There's whatever the owner is doing in yeah. part of her, her long term revenge. Various plan. Because her plan is opposite to his plan. He wants to make yeah. the team better, she wants the team to suck. And then I guess the C plot is what's going on with the family. Yeah. I mean, there's some smaller, I mean, there's even some smaller plots. There's going to be something with, you know, there's the death. I'm going to look at me and not at you because I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> see if I'm, but there seems to be something with uh, the jerk and the girlfriend. Because to have her come back is an interesting choice. Um, I think there's going to have to be some sort of, um, romantic angle at some point and i see two contenders so i i i'm 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 hoping it's keely and not the owner but we'll see well yeah i guess <laughs> you know yada 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 and mm. I, I i was gonna say because you have like your your little subplots of like keely and our introduction to roy and, and sam and all that but i guess that leads to um uh uh uh, uh uh, what's the three has it done its three things would you say has it uh, established the characters um it's definitely established ted it's mm. definitely established what's the owner's name uh rebecca rebecca it's definitely it's done all right with roy Coach Beard is a bit of an enigma cuz he just kind of is there yeah uh, he's sort of like just your little fun friend uh nathan i'm i'm not feeling nathan just yet Wh- is it wiggins 
Oh, Higgins. 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 Yeah. Wiggins is the sidekick in uh, <laughs> Pocahontas. He's the evil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the, yeah. <laughs> um, nah. So I really uh, I, I like I like him. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess it has established the characters. I mean, the show is Ted Lasso. I mean, as long as it establishes yeah. him, you're probably all right. Yeah. Uh, establish your mood. This is a really strange one because you think mm. you know the mood and then you don't. I think so. Yeah. I think he's the sweetest, lovable guy and he's going through some real pain, but mm. I think he's still a sweet, lovable guy. I think it's got a charming, likable effect. I think that's what we got yeah. here. And the, the, the guys, I'm going to leave that for uh, a little bit down the line because sure. I want to do uh, favorite characters. Oh, well, I mean, obviously it's going to be Ted. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose number two, though, I would choose uh, Higgins. Okay. He he has that nice sort of like number two. Um, I guess like in a British term, like a panto sidekick. Yeah, he's that classic villain. down. Yeah. He's that classic downtrodden like villain sidekick henchman type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like proper like bumbling British yeah. guy as well. So it's you know you, you know that every single day you know we're Higgins. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Rebecca. I really like the way that she's presented because it's it's I wouldn't say it's a twist, but it's a sort of a reveal of granted. I've never seen Major League, so this was like a sort of a, a surprise for me. <laughs> yeah. Since you have, understand. Yeah. But um then I didn't, uh, I didn't dislike her. Yeah. Uh favorite moment? Hmm. I'm gonna go with the phone call at the end when it's quiet. Mm. And I think I got him figured out. And it's the he should come on out and then he realizes he's overstepped and goes, No, 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 and then uh, okay, and then the whole you, you don't have to say it. It's okay. And I'm like, wow, you took this like, like really almost Disney-esque first act of an episode (laughs) about, oh, how's the team ever going to win with this guy in charge? Quack, quack, quack. (laughs) And then you had like a real moment at the end of it. I was like, whoa. Anytime my expectations can be subverted, I always yeah. appreciate it. And when I conceive it, it was organically, you had tipped me off. And mm. I go, all right, well done, well done. It is a shock because it's Jason Sudeikis. And yeah. I think you, 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 you see him in, like, in comedies, like, you know, with the Miller, SNL, uh, all the other ones. Was he, was he in Horrible Bosses? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then you have that, and I like that. I, 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 my, my favorite moment is, I guess, sort of an element, which is I like how it's able to sort of ground uh, newcomers and sort of uninformed people about football, especially, I guess, for the American side, sort of to, to ease them into sort of the concepts and the basic ideas of it. So you, you get what Ted feels, but you also get to pick up a little bit more. Well, it's a fish out of water story. And I think yeah. for the most part, if you're British or Canadian, you're going to sort of resonate with Ted and sort of see things from his perspective and be aligned to him. And if you're British, there's just, you know, all the other characters are British and you get to kind of look at Ted with the same derision they do and go, <laughs> who's this guy? Oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So, uh, especially because he's so hokey with the whole believe. And that's, yeah. it's tell you what, if someone tries to motivate students, man, like, like, there is a wall of cynicism that you have to break down first. Mm. So, yeah, uh, it's a very British thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find reviews. There's not, like, specific reviews uh, for the episode, but, like, in, no, no, uh, but over, overall, 
Uh, the season overall on Rotten Tomatoes has uh, 92%. Oh, really? And that's uh, for season one. Uh, and I, if I remember correctly, this has won uh, a couple Emmys. Oh, yeah, one um, quite a few. Yeah. Uh, I know the, uh, you know, Cinema cinema Editors Award, uh, and then we go down, you know, it's got Emmys for... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Benjamin Lee from The Guardian... Uh, after the, uh, I guess, opening thing of Ted Lasso, gave it two stars and called it Ted Lasso Review. Apple soccer sitcom plays an unfunny old game. Oh, wow. Wow. The Ringer. How on earth is Ted Lasso actually good? <laughs> Calling it somehow one of the most touching shows of 2020, but ge- generally kind of against the odds. So, yeah, there we go. It's it's very rare that you see a show which somehow is sort of living the plot of its own show where it's got many people like how does this work? Yeah, but it still it still kind of works. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, it won the primetime Emmy for best supporting actress in a comedy series. I'm going to guess that's for Rebecca. Mm. Uh, it was. Oh, hang on. Nominations and wins. Here we are. I've just got a bunch of repetition stuff. 20 nominations, but it won seven. Are you going to tell me which one it wins? So it won Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series for Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso. It wins Best Supporting Actress for Hannah Waddingham as Rebecca Welton. It wins Outstanding Comedy Series, which used to be called the Frasier Crane Award, because between (laughs) Cheers and Frasier, shows with Kelsey Grammer won it like 13 times. I love that. Uh, Outstanding Sound Mixing for a Comedy or Drama Series. I guess we know why you like it so much. (laughs) Uh, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for Brett Goldstein as Roy Kent. And Outstanding Casting for a comedy series an outstanding single camera picture editing for a comedy series so yeah lots of good stuff in there and of course it was brought to you by the team uh bill Bill lawrence as an executive producer and if you are familiar with scrubs or if you are familiar with cougar town these are all bill lawrence things so i would say i can feel that kind of scrubsy kind of um wit in places yeah it has here. that like that cute quirkiness the cute especially quirkiness. with, the, with the, the seriousness that like hits you like a truck that's very scrubs that. that's yeah. very scrubs you think you've got one place and they go oh no you don't yeah, yeah. I, I and then i guess the legacy which is it's kind of be this uh i didn't if you don't though fc richmond isn't a, a, a real a real team no, if you're listening and fictionalized yeah, it, team uh, it's a fictional team. I wonder which team they got rid of to make room for. Probably Norwich. Probably, you know, what, prob- <laughs> like, because even Richmond can beat Norwich. Yeah, let's probably. be honest. Probably. Um, <laughs> um, the legacy is sort of it's been adopted by a lot of a lot of football fans, and it has shirts that you can get. Granted, oh, only really? in America for some reason, oh, okay. but uh, they're they're making their way. They've they've been sort of getting. Um, I think Adidas made a a post about them recently, and I I think Apple TV is a bigger deal in the states than it is here. Yeah, I think I'm very much in the you and I are in the minority. Yeah. I think there's a reason why they have to give everybody free years mm. 
that was free, not three. But to give you know, give people free six months, free one year, because I think they have to sell this because there's just too many. There's already too many options available. To I mean, there's more in the states, but I think where's the stage stage where we're just kind of like, look, I got my Prime, I got my Netflix, maybe I got my Disney Plus. Do I really have it in me for a fourth? I know people that would get like the free deal and be like, well, I don't really want to, and they sort of just let it pass because there's not. It's not the same as like, you know, people be like, oh yeah, I watch the Mandalorian or I watch one of the yeah. Marvel things or I watch whatever's on like BBC or Netflix. And they go, oh, what is this comedy about a football team? Yep. Okay. Um, and I, it's definitely more American centric. I know a lot of people that I follow on Twitter who are all American and they always talk about it. But okay. Yeah. Never, never any, barely anyone in the UK. Granted, I think there's more in stuff for the UK people. So when they're like, oh, wow, yeah. there's this, yeah. there's not as many people to talk to about it. Uh, so I guess that leaves us to a couple things of what grade are you going to give it? Oh, I'm going to go B. Yeah. I guess a B. Um, I think there's a lot of slow burn going on. And again, it's always different when it's like just basically we watch chapter one of yeah. a 13 chapter thing as opposed to here's a complete thing. Now, wait a week. Uh, as a result, the, so you can afford to kind of leave some things underdeveloped and definitely the plot was the most important thing. Here he is. Here's what and they do a lot. It's like 26 minutes. Like they do a lot mm. in 26 minutes. Um, but they established Ted. I care about Ted. I care about, I don't want to see him embarrassed and I want to see, I just kind of want to see him. He's so, so likable. You don't want to see him get hurt. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's um, like seeing a Labrador that's really happy playing in the road and you know yeah. something bad's going to happen, but you just you want something good to happen. Yeah, I, 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 I care about the character. I'm not sure I care about the story that much, actually. Yeah, mm. But I care about the character. And so yeah. that's... And ergo, a good choice in naming it after the character. If yeah. they'd called it like AFC... What was it called? AFC... AFC Richmond, yeah. they called it like AFC Richmond to be like, nah, nah. It done. doesn't have the same... It doesn't have the same sort of ring to it. No, Ted, Ted Lasso, good shout. Yeah. Uh, I'm going B plus. It's because I like it's it's the world building of the actual sport because the, the character of football is is always present even if it's not on screen. Yep. And I like that it it is a good way to ground it, sort of world build, and shows the the conflict that you get sort of hit by that gut punch, and you feel that. And I really like that as a as an intro to to everything. You really get to feel in Ted's in Ted's shoes, and I think that's important for the starting point of a story like this. Uh, so I guess that the, the final two things are one, has there been enough for you to want to come back to it? Yep. There's been enough for me to want to come back. There's a reason uh, I want to see how it works out for him. Um, you know, um, it's, it's like, a t- I'm assuming it's like a 10 episode run. Um, it's 20 something minutes. I mean, it's not going to be a huge investment of my time to power through a few more episodes and see if I'm liking it. I'll, I've sat through worse. And, yeah. and and sat through to see if it grips me and and i've fallen in love with worse after a while and you kind of go oh, okay I, I, i'm starting to feel where you're going with this um yeah as opposed to as opposed to we're currently sitting you know as opposed to uh it takes a lot for me to kind of go no i'm done so yeah. i will sit through this i'll probably get through season one and then i'll reassess but yeah um i'm i'm up to see kind of plus i just want to take advantage of this apple tv thing and see if it's any yeah. good so <laughs> between that and watching king richard sheep that's probably where i'm at <laughs> to be fair that king richard and like seeing what mythic quest and the other one i can't, I already forgot 
I'm like, yeah, I'll use that for your trial. So finally, we get to say the name of the show. Is it grounded or is it cleared for takeoff? This baby is cleared for takeoff and try and get some sleep on the flight because you won't get anyone. <laughs> I can relate to Ted Lasso here. I can never sleep on the, when I'm when I'm flying back to England. It is the worst because then I got to go ahead and either got to drive home, which is not safe if you've been up all night, or <laughs> I got to try and man, like figure out like the tube and like the trains out of London all the way up to where we are, which again is a... Like, don't fall asleep now because i don't want to like like end up in lynn <laughs> so such is yeah but yeah that's i guess that's definitely a pretty positive start for ted lasso yeah 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 it's an early goal there we go it's an early goal i wonder if the second half will be just as good for you we'll see we'll see or the third quarter it might whatever, need, it whatever might, we call it, it might need the magic sponge as they say on football <laughs> from time to time <laughs> So thank you so much for listening. I don't know what else we, when this is releasing. So what have we done at this point? Ooh, I don't know. You know what? Why don't you just go ahead and look up. Well, just look up the podcast. Best film ever, wherever we're done. Yeah. I don't know when I'm throwing this. I might throw it up on <laughs> Sunday. I might throw it up at some other point. It depends if I can wrangle some people into something tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, but no, if this does come out Sunday, we've had our episode of Who Do You Think You Are, which we're about to record after this very timey-wimey of the Angels Tech Manhattan. Yes. Uh, we had our birthday episode of the uh, Back to the Future for our two-year anniversary, Back to the Future Part 3, live and uncensored. Yeah, good time. You know what? Really yeah. fun. Really, really fun. fun. I, I wasn't sure. I was worried. It ended up being yeah. really fun. And people who have commented <laughs> have gotten hold of us saying they felt... Uh, it was a really, really fun one, and the, the, our, mm. our patrons who couldn't make it have said that they've got to do have missed it. We will do another one in the summer. Oh, we're, look, yeah. we're looking forward to it. And I was going to say, if this releases Sunday, you've, you've, if you're getting this when it releases, you might have time to put your Batman things in. The Batman if thing's not, the yeah. thing that's... Yeah, I think you will, because Liam can't make Sunday, so we're going to have to record uh, at some other point, but not the know. following week, because the following week, we've got Reverend Bruce coming back on the Whoa! show. Yeah, Reverend Bruce got his pick. I know what it is, so there we oh, go. Exciting. Yep. Is it Major League? It's not. Can you imagine if it was Major <laughs> League? I would. Jeez. I'd cackle. Uh, so thank you so much for watch- uh, watching, listening. Yep. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Best From Ever Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian saying, go ahead and get a it's like a seven day trial for Apple TV. You can yeah. burn through Ted Lasso in that time. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'll just be part of the conversation. Tell us yeah. what you think at Best Film Ever Pod. My name's Ian. And you know what? After all of this uh, ups and downs we've had over the last couple of years, I think we can agree with Ted and Justino. Believe. Kick it in the touch. <laughs>